You heard me say it, and I believe it wholeheartedly, that if you lead with identity, everything else will follow. But I've had the experience in my work of coming in contact with individuals who want what follows, but aren't willing to lead with identity. It used to bother me and I could not figure out why they did not want to lead with identity. Then it dawned on me that people think that doing identity work means that you're broken. When in fact, it has nothing to do with brokenness and it's not an attempt to fix you. Identity work is about coming in alignment with who you are and not fixing, but honoring who you are and building a brand that is most authentic to who you are. So if you're ready to leave with identity and become a supernormal superstar, visit YourSupernormal.com right now and let's do the work. Because we have to get to that space where we really get death in our spirit. We just say, you know, fuck it. I don't even care anymore. This doesn't serve me anymore. Therefore, I'm letting it all go. I'm letting it all go. Now, of course, there's an acronym with it, guys. I just wasn't going to get on here just to say the word. But look out for the T-shirt, too. We're probably going to be putting the T-shirt out. All right. But here we go. Acronym. The letter F. You got to face the reality of the framework that you've allowed yourself to be imprisoned by. You have to face that reality of it. And when I mean face it, I mean face it from a space where you're no longer fearing. Many people define stagnation as not producing or being at a standstill. I get it. However, I would like to add a little weight to the definition and say that I may be producing, I may be moving. However, my production and my movements are disrespectful to the purpose that's inside of me, to the greatness that's inside of me. If that's going on, that's stagnation as well. And that's okay. Guess why? Because I have developed a tool. I wrote a book called From Stagnation to Transformation. And that book was written specifically for individuals that feel stuck, that feel lost, that feel like they're just wandering in the wilderness, that feel like they just I need something is just missing. It's okay. I want you to head over to www.cliftonpettyjohn.com forward slash transformation. There you're going to find a complimentary portion of the book. That's right. A complimentary portion of the book. I want you to read that portion. After that, it's going to ignite such a fire inside of you that you're going to want to purchase the your personal copy of From Stagnation to Transformation. So I want you to do that as well. Why? Because I believe that it'll give you a 21 day jump start to fulfilling or re-identifying purpose in whatever core area you find yourself stagnant in. So again, visit www.cliftonpettyjohn.com forward slash transformation. What's up, everybody? You are listening to the What Now podcast where we discuss ways of effectively addressing life's most difficult moments.
Transformation Center. That's right. Transformation Center where we help you discover the more than meets the eye that lies inside of you. That's right. Each and every one of us has a more than meets the eye. And sometimes it gets locked up on the inside of us or smothered on the inside of us and covered with various things in life. And what we designed the Transformation Center to do is to help each and every one of us dig ourselves up out of all of that stuff so we can get to the essence or the core of who we are. Listen, real quick, let's do our breathing exercises. Breathe in. Hold it. Breathe out. One more time. Breathe in. Hold it. Breathe out. Now, the reason we do that is because we need the energy that we have placed in our past and the energy we place in our future to come together with the energy of the now and connect with that energy of the now so that we can make sure that we gather the tools, techniques, and strategies that we need in order for us to be effective now and produce the future that's connected to our purpose. I'm excited on tonight. I'm excited to share with each and every one of you. I thank you for those who are joining us live. I thank you for those who will hear the replay. Hopefully you read the disclaimer. Hopefully you read the disclaimer. I know I have a diverse group of people that listen, and some would be bothered by cussing, and some will not be bothered. I did not use the word cursing because Cursing and cussing are two different things. So I just want to make sure that everybody understands where we are going on tonight. But if you can get past all of that, I promise you that you will begin to understand why it is necessary for me to take this extremity on tonight, the extremity on tonight. So I'm not going to be long before you. We are going to review some of the things that we talked about a couple of weeks ago. And then we're going to get into tonight really quick because all I want to do is just lay the groundwork. I want us to completely destroy our frameworks. I had to revisit my own personal framework, frameworks around relationships, frameworks around ministry, framework around business, framework around me, framework around life, just framework around everything, framework around finances. I had to revisit all of my frameworks. And you know I shared my story last time about how I realized that some of my framework had came from a decision that I made at the age of 15 on the baseball field. A decision I made at the age of 15 on the baseball field that I ended up being able to trace to a mentor later on in my life. So that's what I'm saying. Sometimes we have to go back and completely destroy everything that we have, quote unquote, believed in. Because what we have to realize is some of the things we just really don't believe in. We just picked up other people's belief systems and we say, okay, well, that's what they said it's supposed to be. So because they said that's what it's supposed to be, I guess it's going to work for me. While internally we're having all types of fights and struggles or what we've identified as fights and struggles because who we are is trying to inform us, as as uh, Michael Weston says, I see him on, is trying to inform us of who we are, but it's fighting who we've been told that we are. It's fighting who we have bought in that we are. So now we have those inward conflicts and struggles. So now it has brought us to this place 
of dealing with our framework. Why is it important we deal with our framework now? Because next month, we have a special guest. I'm telling you, he's coming all the way from the East Coast. And I know that it's going to be an awesome encounter that we're going to have with him because of the way that his his whole thought process, y'all. I'm telling you, his whole thought process is, is uh, I don't want to use the word I'm getting away from. His whole thought process is next level. That's what I say. It's next level. It's always progressive. And I believe that in order for us to prepare ourselves for that, we have to deal with these unproductive frameworks in our life. Yes, let's face the reality. Those frameworks do not serve us anymore. They don't serve us anymore. They did a good job. I'm going to be honest with you. We got to be honest about it because I'm going to tell you this. If you did not have those limited frameworks, you wouldn't be right here right now ready to experience the freedom of what real framework is, the freedom of what real framework is. Now, we're going to review, you know, last month I showed you the video. I showed you the art of framework. I showed you the coach teaching the catcher actually how to conduct proper framing, proper framing. Then I also showed you two extreme measures of framing, two extreme measures of framing. I explained to you that uh, umpires do not like when you do the extreme measures of framing. So if you're a catcher that always, always doing those extreme measure of, fra of framing, you make it a hard day, a hard night for the person that's on the mound, the pitcher that day. But what we haven't, what we've adopted in our own lives are extreme frameworks. We've adopted these extreme frameworks. We use an analogy the last time. I want to go back to that because one of the definitions that we're going to really hit hard on tonight is that framework is an assumption. It is an assumption. And we talked about how, you know, we can assume things are going to go a certain way. Ten years ago, we applied for a grant. We did not receive that grant 10 years ago. So now we no longer apply for grants at all because 10 years ago we didn't receive the grant. We don't take the time to think, well, maybe that grant just wasn't mine. Maybe that grant would have limited, limited, limited what it was that I wanted to do with my business, my nonprofit, my ministry. Maybe that grant was too limited, too limited it. <laughs> That's not a word, but we're going to use it tonight. Too limited it for me to be able to do what it was that I was supposed to do. So we never take that into mind, and we never apply for a grant again. Or we talked about the other extreme. Here's the other extreme now. The other extreme is that we apply for grants. We apply for grants, but our mentality has not changed. The energy that we are giving off has not changed. So we're still giving off 10-year-old energy from where we didn't get the grant and expect that just to, to defy, I guess, defy everything else. And regardless of our energy, because we are applying, we're going to get it. No, we put that out there in the universe. Therefore, what do we expect to receive back from the universe? And that's not even just with grants. That's what some of you, whatever it is in your life, that you no longer go after because you got a no. Do you know that it doesn't matter if you got 10,000 no's? All it takes is one yes to cancel out that no, and sometimes that yes needs to come from you because the person that, <laughs> you know, the person that you are applying for, whatever you're applying for, they're waiting for that yes from you. 
They're, ready, they're waiting to read that yes from your paper. I believe that energy is so powerful that energy is not just constrained to us. It's not just con constrained to our physical body. It's not just constrained to our physical location. I believe that we can be on camera and our energy can connect and feed each other as well. That's just my personal belief from it. So some of you want to say, well, I just want, I know you're talking this energy stuff. But how can I relate this to the Bible? When Mary and Elizabeth met and they were pregnant with Yeshua and, 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 and John, what happened? That which was inside of them began to leap from that energy, from that connection at that moment. What is the connection that people are getting from you at those moments causing them to do and causing you to do? And all it is, it's a matter of our framework. It's all a matter of our framework. You know, last last week I said, or a couple weeks ago, I shared about how I had an experience with a coach. However, a mentor of mine, years later, brought his name up, and he had a different experience with him. And for me, it was like, whoa, it took me back for a minute. And then the mentor said, well, maybe you just misunderstood him. And you remember I ad adopted that and just said, well, maybe I did just misunderstand it. No, 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 no. It wasn't a misunderstanding. I know what happened. I knew what took place. But because I was so, I don't know, at that time, I was just so passive at that time that I was or just so open at that time that I allowed that to become a belief system in me. So now I didn't express how I felt about situations. I didn't express my thoughts about situations. I just always thought that my thoughts and my feelings were extreme. So it caused me to put up with a lot of stuff that I didn't even have to put up with or shouldn't have had to put up with. But because I felt at that moment that I was just being extreme. I'm being there's Cliff again. He's being extra. I can be extra sometimes. But the point is, I I just adopted that. I adopted that. Adopted that. And it took years for me to get to the space to say, wait a minute, this is how you really feel. And it's okay that you feel that way, Cliff. And it's not that you're being extra. It's because that was your experience. That was your experience. And when we begin to understand proper framework, then proper framework can be designed around our experiences, designed around our embracing of our experiences you know, in a balanced manner, in a balanced manner, in a balanced manner. But we never can get to that balanced manner if we never take the time to get to who we are, who we are, to who we are. And in order to get to who we are, we got to get all that other framework out of us. We got to break the glass. We got to break the framing. We got to break all of it and understand that, guess what? That frame that they put you in is too small to serve you. Matter of fact, that frame has you minimizing what should be maximized. Cliff, what do you mean by that? See, sometimes in life, we are told that we dream too big, we think too big, we were, as I said, extra, we want too much out of life, we think we're better than everybody else. But the reality is, what's really going on is that I understand that I should have better. I should be manifesting better. That which is going on in my life should be better. Now, I don't want you to get a complex and think, 
I should be further than where I am. No, 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 baby. We're not going there. We're not going there. But what I'm saying is that that which is inside of you is letting you know that there is greater inside of you. But the reality is that that greatness will continue to be fought if you allow yourself to be in a frame that's just too small for you. Some of you are in frames, and the reason why you feel constrained is because those frames have constrained you. Have you ever bought a frame that was the wrong size and still tried to make that picture fit? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you got the edges folded now, and, and the edges can be seen in the back, but you think you can hide it because you're hanging the picture up, so you're not even aware that the fact that the edges are bleeding out of the 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 uh, uh the actual frame, the edges are bleeding out of the frame. That's what's, that's what's going on with some of y'all. Y'all are bleeding, you're crying, your purpose, your design, your greatness is crying because it's outside of the frame and it's trying to get you to understand, I'm just not comfortable in this frame. I'm just not comfortable in this frame. Or you're too comfortable in the frame. You're too comfortable in the frame, one way or the other. But the reality is you've got to get out of that frame. Have you ever broken the glass of a frame, kept the same frame, went to go get some new glass? See, that's how some of us do in our lives as well. We know it doesn't fit us anymore. So what we say is, well, the glass just doesn't fit me anymore. The glass is dirty now, and it's not even able to be cleaned the way it used to be cleaned. So I'm going to get rid of the the glass. But you you keep the frame. You keep the frame not realizing that it's the perimeters of the frame that's keeping you locked up. It's keeping you locked up up. It's keeping you locked up. And I'm going to tell you this, there can be no transformation if we are locked up. How? How do you know that? Listen, I'm going to tell you it's simple. If you ever watched the cartoon Transformers, they start out as little cars or whatever it is they start out as. But as they begin to transform, they need the space to be able to transform. And also, as they begin to take new shape, that which once they, what they once fit in or what once confined them now just becomes a part of what they are. It becomes a part of what they are. So in order for you to transform, you need some space. You need some space. So you need to go get you a great big frame. That's why I'm big too with, with people doing vision boards. I, I, I'm 50-50 with vision boards because I'm 50-50 with them as it relates to vision boards when you haven't had conversations with yourself to unlock dimensions of yourself. Because sometimes with vision boards, we set goals too low, and then we accomplish them goals, and now we're like, well, what am I supposed to do next? No, 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 no. You need to have some dimensional conversations with you and conversations with somebody that can unlock some dimensions within you so that then you can actually have a vision board. Because if not, it's just a dream board. It's just a dream. It's just a dream. Or you know what it is? It's actually, it's actually, 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 actually just your to-do list. That's really all it is, is your to-do list. And I'm not knocking it. I know I told myself I'm not doing nothing today. There I go again trying to explain something away. You need to upgrade your to-do list, your, your vision board from a to-do list to an actual vision board because there's great vision inside of you ready. It's just ready, it's just ready, it's just ready to come out and allow the world to know who you are. And there are people that are waiting on you. There are people that are waiting for you 
to manifest. Yo, I feel excited tonight. I, I feel like I've been in revival. That's what it seems like. I've been in revival, and I'm just excited about everything that God is going, that he is doing, that he is doing, that he is doing. I'm excited about all of that, okay? So let's talk about some of the things we talked about last time. Let me slow down a little bit. I'm, where my water at? Sometimes with your framework, you got to pause for a minute and rejuvenate yourself, all right? So here we go. I, I shared about framework, um, you know, or even how with the ministry, I tried to make the Transformation Center a traditional ministry. And my mindset was, if I, if I do anything too extreme, then I might lose some of the people that's supposed to be a part of the ministry. <laughs> But the reality is, maybe because I wasn't willing to step out where I needed to step out, it wasn't attracting those that were called to be a part of the ministry. But we're stepping out there tonight, y'all. I'm telling you, we're going out there tonight. Okay, we're going out there. Because one of the things that God reminded me of, and, and it was something I spoke over my life, and I had a conversation with Michael, and he was telling me, uh, and I'm, I'm going to bring the conversation up first, see if he remembers it. So I was telling him that, you know, I know that uh, I'm not, I've never been one who could draw crowds. I've never been one who could draw crowds or something. I can't remember how I worded it. But the creator began to, to deal with me concerning that because he reminded me of how I would go to the library, <laughs> tell them, give me the biggest room. I don't have nobody coming this week. Stand up there and teach. And the people would just come in. The people would just come in. The people would just come in. And he reminded me that that's what was upon me. That was what is not upon me, within me. And I have to empty that out on social media just as much as I was willing to do that in person. And the reality was I was kind of hesitant with doing that on social media. Listen, <laughs> I was kind of hesitant with doing it. But you know what? Tonight, I don't even care anymore, y'all. I don't even care anymore. We also talked about going back to getting uh, parts of ourselves, going back to getting parts of ourselves that we had leased to other people uh, or giving them that responsibility. We didn't want to take that responsibility ourselves. I used the picture of Derek Rose. We had an older Derek Rose, uh, and he was going to pick up the younger Derek Rose, who was a draft pick that people expected a lot out of, and then he just kept getting injured and injured and injured. And when people were about to give up on him, he all of a sudden had a resurgence of who he was. And this picture shows him in his resurgence going and picking up the Derrick Rose that everybody looked at as the prospect. And it was it's so powerful to me because sometimes people will drop you, but that doesn't even matter. That doesn't even matter that people drop you. What, what really matters is when you drop you. What happens when you drop you? And you leave that portion or that part of you right there. You leave it there because of your framework. <laughs> because of your framework, it tells you you might have to go back there one day and you don't want to burn that bridge because if you have to go back there one day, you want to leave a portion of you there so they remember that you were there, so they remember that you were there. But we went back last week. We got 
the fragments we needed to get. We put ourselves back together to bring ourselves to the present, yo, to bring ourselves to the present, okay? We talked about three definitions of framework. We're going to get to the, review those again. And we also discussed a dream I had, and I'm not going over the dream tonight because I don't think anybody got back to me. I told you guys I needed you to go watch the video from Spirit Week called The Spirit of Truth and find out the significance of the fourth how it tied into that dream that I had. I told you I was not going to give you the interpretation of the dream. I wanted you to research it for yourself so we could have dialogue for that. But we talked about that dream and what that dream meant to me. We talked about, what else we talked about? We talked about how sometimes the pursuit of what we have identified as freedom or identity can become our bondage. Sometimes we're always in pursuit of something, in pursuit of something, in pursuit of something that we never take the time to sit in and enjoy just being ourselves. We're always pursuing something. And, and, and sometimes that's what we were taught. We were always taught you 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 gotta you gotta strive for this and you gotta strive. Now I'm not saying that we are not setting goals and accomplishing them. What I'm saying is that sometimes if you don't sit and enjoy the growth that's going on inside of you, you will continue to chase it, continue to chase it, continue to chase it, and you will never be fulfilled because you'll be chasing after something that's just not there. You know how the cat runs around in a circle and it's like chasing its tail? Is the cat or the dog? One of them. They're chasing their tail and they never can catch it because they don't even realize that the thing that they're, they're chasing is attached to them. It's connected to them. It's a part of them. What you are chasing is actually a part of you. All right? Now, is your current framework causing you to minimize? We talked about that. Okay, so here were the definitions we went over. And I just want to remind, I know we, we can go back and listen to it, but I really want to remind it before we get to what we got to. A foundational structure, as in writing, your framework, if you are an author, you know that the framework is usually the outline that you have for your book. It can be a list of the chapters, list of sections. You know what it is that you want to get across, the points you want to get across to people. Now, everything that you write has to go within that structure. That's why I said framework is so important, and it's important that we not attempt to frame ourselves in, 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 in spaces in live in spaces and times when we ourselves have put limits on ourselves because now we lock ourselves into boxes we lock ourselves into dimensions when we were supposed to be multi multi multi-dimensional yeah yeah multi yeah multi-dimensional multiple dimensional y'all know what i mean i had a brain freeze there all right anyway you know what i'm talking about we can't lock ourselves into those little boxes all right now we're dealing with the framework y'all we're tearing this thing down so that we can be everything that we have been called designed and designed to be and we understand that framework is foundational work and it is important in anything that we are building that our foundation is secure that our foundation can handle everything that we're building on top of it and we we, we discussed how our foundations that have been established, sometimes we got to go back and completely destroy the foundation. And then some of us, we just have to have a great appreciation for our foundation 
secure that foundation, add on to the foundation so we can start building a structure that represents who we are. Sometimes we get stuck in foundation and think that we're disrespecting foundation from expounding upon it. But the reality is that if you just stay in foundation, then what? <laughs> then what? what? What is the purpose of it? I've seen homes where people had started building homes around here. They started building the homes. They were excited about the homes, and then something didn't go through financially. So you ride by, and all you see is the foundation. They can't live in a foundation. They cannot function in a foundation. It's just there. It can pull from that foundation, and then when somebody else is ready to build and everything else has been acquired, they can build on that foundation. But in order to build on the foundation, we have to make sure that, number one, it's secured, and number two, that it can handle that which we are attempting to build. And some of the foundations, I'm, I, and I hate to say this to you, but some of the foundations that were given to us were great, great, but they are not the complete foundation that we need to be who we are. They are not the complete foundation of who we, who, they are not the complete foundation that we need to be who we are. That's why we got to explore. We got to go door. You know, I always talk about going door the explore. You got to explore a little bit. You got to be willing to read a little bit. You got to expand your conscience a little bit. You got to be willing to try some of the things that they said you should not try just a little bit to see if, to see if it fits you. It fits you, but I'm getting ahead of myself now. I'm getting ahead of myself. So let's hit this definition about assumption. All right, about framework, a set of assumptions. Now, here's the definition of assumption, assumption, a definition of assumption. I sound like that woman on that video today. I shared it and said that that'd be me sometimes because I get going fast and get excited. Um, but here's the definition of assumption. A thing that is accepted as true or as certain to happen without proof. <laughs> it's the whole without proof for me. It's the without proof for me. We are standing on things that have no proof. We're standing in belief systems that have not been proven. We're standing in belief systems that we can't even prove. Now, listen, I, I'm a math man. If anybody knows me, I'm a math man. I started out as a math major, ended up uh, secondary special education, okay? I started out as a math major. My, my goal was to come back to my alma mater and take over one of the math teachers' departments, okay? I love math. One of the one of my least favorite math was geometry. Was geometry, okay? Because with geometry, you could get the proof, you could solve the problem. You could solve the problem. You could get the proof correct. However, you could miss a step in that proof, and in missing the step in that proof, your answer was wrong because you didn't prove your answer. You didn't prove your answer. That's how assumptions are. Assumptions don't, they don't never prove themselves. The reality is assumptions depend on us to prove them. They depend on us to prove them. And because we generate that energy, and I'm big on that, y'all. We generate that energy. We start to prove some things that are false. We start to prove some things that are false. Why? Because now we've opened ourselves to the manifestation of that, which is an assumption. So now we've taken assumptions and making assumptions truth, and we've made truth assumption. Because clearly the truth cannot 
be what it is, the assumption has to be the truth. Have you ever made assumptions truth in your life? I have. You know, I don't mind sharing my uh, testimony. Praise the Lord. I rise and give honor to God who is my life. No, but I don't mind sharing the fact that I used to take assumptions and I, and, and I used to reside there. And every now and then I have to pull myself back because I find myself going back visiting there, going back visiting there. And if you're at the visiting state, that's if you're living there, it's okay. We're going we're gonna to help you find. I, I'm going to tell you that we're going to get you a realtor. They're going to help you find a new space to live in because that space can no longer hold you. You can no, not live on Assumption Boulevard anymore. You cannot live in the development of Assumption anymore. We have to pull you from there and find you a space over here in truth. And there's plenty of space over here for you. All right? That's the good thing about it. That is the good thing about it. There is plenty of space over here for you. Ah, okay. Let me keep going. That was good to me. I don't know. I don't know, y'all. I'm telling you. Without proof, y'all. That's the whole thing is sometimes we have built our whole life, our whole belief system off of stuff that has not been proven. Hasn't been proven spiritually. Hasn't been proven scientifically. It hasn't been proven uh, 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 mentally, emotionally, psychologically. It just hasn't been proven. And we done built our whole belief system around it. Hold up now, click, because that's faith. That is faith. No, nah, baby. No, 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 no. Oh, I forgot to put my ticker up here. Oh, wait a minute. That ain't it. Hold on, y'all. Praise the Lord. Get that out the way. Just want to remind everybody, next month, we have a special guest. I want to see you all out here on the third. We want to pack the house for the man of God. All right. We want to make sure that we make him feel welcome here at the Transformation Center. All right. So now, here we go. Assumptions will paralyze. This blessed me today. I was riding in the car, and it's just dropped in my spirit. And it's not nothing deep or profound, but it just was a reminder to me. Assumptions will paralyze your abilities, potential, and your work. It will. Let me tell you what assumptions will do. Hold on. <sighs> Some good H2O. Assumptions will always have you feeling as if you never you never do enough. You never said enough. It wasn't good enough. Your work isn't good enough. Whatever it is, it's just never good enough. And you could, man, you could have preached the house down, taught the house down. Your graphic works, your whatever it is that you do, your makeup, your uh, fashion, whatever, your sports, you could be, you know, killing the game. But Living in the space of assumption will always make you feel as if it's just not good enough. You'll break all type of records. You'll get all type. Listen, I watched um, Malcolm and Maria. All right, I watched that movie a couple weeks ago. And one of the things that made me laugh during the movie was um, I found myself in one of the scenes with him. And he was. You know, everybody was reviewing his movie. His movie was great. Then here comes one review that was not what he wanted it to be, and he completely lost it. Have you ever did that, though? Like, real talk. Like, you, you, everybody's telling you how amazing it was, how great it was. Even you had told yourself, man, I did that thing tonight. 
you, you ever had them conversations with yourself? Some of you might not have those conversations with yourself. There's times I will get off, you know, uh, of a teaching and be like, yo, you did that thing tonight. You know, and sometimes I'll be like, yo, what was that? I do say that sometimes. But sometimes I'll be like, yo, you killed that thing tonight. And then somebody be like, oh, well, you should have did such and such and such and such. If you don't get to a space where you can pull them out of your head, now I'm not talking about cons- constructive criticism because I can take constructive criticism if it's coming from a healthy place. If it's coming from a place that will help me produce and if it's coming from a mouth that isn't poison. If it's coming from those spaces, I can do it. I can do it. And I can do it if you can take it from me as well. But I'm talking about when you are really killing it, but you can't even acknowledge that you're killing it because you're living off of the assumption that it's just not good enough. Just not good enough. So from tonight, we are no longer going to allow assumptions to paralyze our abilities, our potential, and our work. All right? We're not going to allow it. So here we go. We're ready to get here. Okay? Are we getting anything from tonight? Are we getting anything from tonight? Are we getting anything from tonight? Okay. Well, I'm asking. All right, I had to revisit and deconstruct my framework. I talked about this earlier, but I want to hit it again. As it related to business, life, ministry, family, friendship, relationships, marriage, and support. Y'all, I'm telling you. Oh, my God, and I hit that marriage thing, y'all. Listen, I had to revisit my framework around all of that. I had to revisit it because I kept putting glass ceilings here with everything. Everything. I put glass ceilings on myself. Now, I can hype you up. I can be your personal hype man, yo. I will have you. Now, listen. If now, if I don't feel like it's worth hyping yet, I can help you get to the place where it could be worth hyping. And then I'll hype you up. But if you already there at that stage of hypeness, yo, I can hype you up i'm telling you now but i have to get to that space even with myself because of the fact i had allowed these frameworks and thought processes as it related to me i remember i think i shared with you guys how my brother still says this to, to, to uh to this day he used to tell my little cousin you know you need help with relationships go to cliff yo cliff will help you He'll help you keep your relationship. And I used to always say, <laughs> oh, God, I don't know. The spirit of, of folly is upon me on tonight. The spirit of laughter is upon me. But I used to say, um, <laughs> oh, God. So I used to say, what did I used to say? Oh, yeah. I used to laugh about it when he would say it because I'd be like, yeah, I can help everybody keep their relationships, but I can't keep one myself. (laughs) But I didn't realize the energy that I was putting out there. (laughs) I didn't realize the energy I was putting out there, but it's still funny to me. Anyway, I had to revisit all of those because, y'all, I'm telling you, you cannot afford to allow yourself to live in limitless anymore, to live in assumptions anymore when there is greatness not out there for you. There's greatness in here for you. It's not just inside of me for you, but I'm saying for you inside of you. There's greatness inside of you, yo. Yo, 
real talk, real talk. All right. So let's get to the topic of the night. Fuck Brady. Oh, man. We great go there now. Y'all ready? Why did this even come to my spirit? Because we have to get to that space where we really get that in our spirit. Where we just say, you know, fuck it. I don't even care anymore. This doesn't serve me anymore. Therefore, I'm letting it all go. I'm letting it all go. Now, of course, there's an acronym with it, guys. I just wasn't going to get on here just to say the word. But look out for the T-shirt, too. We're probably going to be putting the T-shirt out. All right. But here we go. Acronym. The letter F, you got to face the reality of the framework that you've allowed yourself to be imprisoned by. You have to face that reality of it. And when I mean face it, I mean face it from a space where you're no longer fearing. Because some of us fear facing it because now we just don't want them people to look bad. I realized that I was riding and I was talking to myself. Usually I have very good conversations with myself. I'm a great person to have conversations with. Uh, and I realize that. So um, I have, I'm having a conversation with myself. And the conversation I'm having with myself, I'm realizing that I hold back on some of the things that I went through because I don't want to make other people look bad. I don't want to make other people feel bad or other people look bad. So what I used to would do was, and I'm saying used to would do because I'm really pulling on myself not to do this anymore, is I would hold back on stories or I would half tell a story, a.k.a. I lie, okay? I would lie. Let's, let's, let's just call it what it is. I would lie about it because I didn't want to face the reality that, now, some people might say, well, what, you hyped them people all the way up, and that's how they did you? It's not about that, though. It's not even about that. It's not even about that. But I realize that I'm willing to protect other people at the expense of truth. And I don't know if that's good. <laughs> I don't know if that's good. Now, I don't believe that just need to go just name dropping people. I wouldn't, now nah, that's not me. I'm not a name dropper. Am I? No. Am I a name dropper? Oh, look, what like, <laughs> not another church. <laughs> and that's what I want to make sure everybody understands. We are not a church. I just had that conversation with somebody the other day. Quit looking at us as a church. We are not a church. And clearly after the, well, you know, they might identify us as a church because churches do get around here too now these days. But anyway, I realized that, you know, at the expense of truth, I was protecting people. Now, I'm not saying you go out there and you just start throwing their name out there, but you do be truthful about your story. There's ways you can be truthful about your story without even mentioning them. Now, if they read your story and they know that that's a time that you were around them and they can identify that it was them, now that's the responsibility of them. What are they going to do with it? But you've got it out. You're not holding that because that's not your responsibility. And can I be honest with you? It's your framework that no longer serves you that's making you think that that's your responsibility. And it's not your responsibility. That's why you got to face it. You got to face it. And you got to have honest conversations with yourself. You have to have these honest 
conversations with yourself. I had I, I had them, and I'm still having them, where I said, okay, so why did you allow such and such and such to happen? Now, I'm not saying that you revisit that space, and now you take yourself back to that space, and now you reside in that space. No, but talked about this last night, and I hope some of you got a chance to watch the replay. You need to connect your emotions to the things that happen so that now you can deal with why that happened, and now you can say, okay, that doesn't serve me. I'm not doing that anymore. I'm not doing that anymore. So you have to face it. You cannot fear it. You have to face it, and sometimes you might have to face them. Now, I'm not saying you just have to go back to them if the opportunity presents itself or if your core informs you you need to go to them then definitely go to them. But don't feel like your uh, closure is in them. Your closure is in you. Your closure is in you. So face it. Face it. We're not running from it anymore. We're facing it. We are facing it. And you know what? You're not facing it from a defeated space. You're facing it from a, a space of victory. That's why I played the song Champion before, because I want you to understand that you are a champion. You are a champion. Because you are in this space, that's where you're going to discover just how much of a champion you are, yo. I'm telling you, listen to what I'm saying. All right? So stop running from it and have a conversation with yourself. Have a conversation with yourself. And then once you have that conversation with yourself and you're honest about that conversation with yourself, find you a conversationalist. Now, don't go to your, your best friend that's going to that's gonna kind of see it on the same level as you are at that same vantage point as you find you somebody that can see above the situation and, and talk to you above the situation and pull you up to where it is you need to be all right so here we go the letter u the letter u unlearn it unlearn it before we ever do anything great in life there are things that we just have to unlearn there are some principles that we have adopted I'm using that word adopted a lot or adapted. I'm using that a lot all tonight. But there are some principles that we have made our own that just are trash to us. Now, that doesn't mean that we disrespect the people that it's not trash to. They say another man's trash is another man's treasure or something. Let it be their treasure while it's your trash. You got to trash that thing. Unlearn it because before you can learn anything new, and this is why, as I said, I, that's why we're doing this now to make room and preparation for this week because we have to be prepared and open to receive freedom from another dimension. All right, let's keep going. So unlearn that thing, all right? It's okay to unlearn it. It's okay to unlearn some things. Now, is it going to come with some challenges? Of course. But if you ever lift weight, rubber bands i told i shared how i had arm problems in high school so they took me off the weights and i had to lift with rubber bands the big bands not the little teeny rubber bands <laughs> but the bands give you resistance you need the resistance to build the muscle i talked about how sometimes we have muscle in spaces we don't even realize we have muscle in right now i can't see none of them but i promise you when i hit this gym on wednesday now i won't see them wednesday but if I keep going consistently, I start to see muscles in places that I may have forgotten that they were. And that's the same thing with unlearning things. The more you unlearn some things and empty out, the more you'll be able to receive some things. All right? So position yourself. 
tripping tonight. What is wrong with me? Help me, God. Position yourself in a space and place to explore new things and different beliefs. There is, and I know I'm talking to y'all, some of you have had a curiosity or a uh, desire to learn about other religions, other practices, other customs, but you have not done it. Fina, oh no, that's not my podcast. I'm just telling Jacob about. But um, <laughs> you stopped yourself from exploring those things, not because you feel convicted about it, but because there's guilt going on because what you desire to explore is fighting what you were told. What you desire to explore is fighting what you were told. Free yourself. You'll learn some new things. And listen. Everything that you explore, you don't have to adopt or take up as yours. You don't have to take up as yours. You don't have to begin, oh, I believe this now, and I believe that now, and I believe this now. No, you might take a piece from here and a piece from there and a piece from here and a piece from there, and now you, whatever works for you. Who is Jennifer Hudson? Whatever makes you happy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever makes you happy, whatever it is that makes you fulfilled works for you. What works for me, works for me. What God has for me, it is for me. I'm just playing. Oh, God, quit your playfulness. I know. I don't have to stop. All right. We're almost done, y'all. We are almost done. Praise him. What time is it? Okay, we are good. We are doing good. All right. The letter C. The letter C. Now, this is where you're probably going to think I'm going to lose my mind. You're probably going to think that I'm speaking contrary to what I've said thus far. The letter C. Now, you need to celebrate it. Hold up, Clint. You done sat here and you done told me to get rid of it. You done told me to trash it. You done told me to do all this stuff. Now you're telling me to celebrate it. Absolutely. Celebrate it. You know why? Because if they hadn't told you what they told you, if they hadn't quote unquote taught you what they taught you, you wouldn't be at this space right now and open to learning new things. So you need to celebrate the fact that that got you here. That framework got you here. It served you long enough to get you to this space to now be able to build your own framework. See, some of you didn't realize that you had the ability to build on your own. You thought you always had to adopt another. Uh, what is up? Am I going to adopt a child or something? That was a lie. But anyway, maybe that's why I keep using it or something. I don't know. But you thought that you had to live off of somebody else's your entire life. But the reality is, no, you have the ability to build and live off of your own. Thank you, God. Y'all, that was God breathed right there because that is, yeah, that was not in these notes. That was good to me. That was good. I got to remember that. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. What we want to let her see. So we already got what? F was what, guys? F was face it. We're going to face it, and we are not going to fear it this time. We are going to unlearn it. We are going to unlearn it. And when we unlearn it, we understand that we release ourselves 
from that in biblical chord. Uh, did I say that right? Sometimes I be saying words wrong. Y'all can tell me when I say the words wrong. It doesn't bother me. Um, but we have to cut that. We have to cut it. We have to cut it. You need to cut it. All right, here we go. So we had F, face it, U, unlearn it, C, celebrate where it has brought us, and then the letter K. You have to know that you are greater than the framework that has got you here. You have to know that. You have to know it. I can't know it for you. Or I can know it for you, but it's not going to be effective in your life until you know it for yourself. And when I'm talking of knowing it, I'm talking from knowing it from you having an intimate experience with it. Not just, oh, yeah, I know, I know, I cognitively know, I know, I know, I know. I used to be good for that when I didn't want people to tell me stuff. Like, yeah, yeah, I know, I know, I know. Well, apparently you don't know, Cliff, because you're not applying it. You haven't had an intimate encounter with that thing yet. Once you know something, you have an intimate encounter. The Bible talks about that. That that once they he knew that woman. That's what they said. He knew that woman. He had an intimate encounter with that woman. You need to have an intimate encounter with your greatness. You need to have an intimate encounter with your strengths and your ability. You need to have an intimate encounter with your purpose and your identity. You need to have an intimate encounter with you. Take that for, don't let your mind go there, okay? But you need to have that intimate encounter because you have to know this thing. You have to know this thing. You have to know it. You have to know it. And if you can get those four steps, you can master those four steps, I'm telling you, y'all, you'll begin to see the reconstruction of your framework. Now, I'm not asking you to rebuild your framework today. Because what I want us to do is I want us to think about it. I really do. And, and and it doesn't have to be built like that in in a day or two days. I really want us to think about some of the frameworks. Think about some of the beliefs we've had, we have. Think about some of the things that we value. Think about all of those things, the things that are important to us. Think about that. And then I want us to tune in next month on the 3rd and the 17th. I'm telling you guys. This is going to be monumental for the Transformation Center. I am truly excited about it, not just for me, but I'm excited for you. Why? Because you are becoming the transformer. And as you become another transformer, you begin to assist somebody else in their own transformation as well. Like, you know, we build us first. It's important that we build ourselves first, but then we go and we help others. We become transforming transformers frameworks but frameworks that's the only thing I can say concerning it and as I say it all I see myself and I see you guys just taking bats to to, uh, frames and and glass and just going crazy with it because you're beginning to understand just how limited you've allowed yourself to be and now yo the possibilities are endless the possibilities are endless so my encouragement to each and every one of you tonight is that you grab hold of what we said get rid of all of that framework have those conversations with yourself unlearn what you need to unlearn 
celebrate the fact that you're here now and that you even listen to this. Because I know for some of you, it was a challenge to listen to this. You know why? Because it's not that you believe that cussing is a problem. It's that you were told that. And you feel like, I don't have no problem with cussing if we do it in private. And that's the problem sometimes. We're taught that we don't believe about things publicly that we practice privately. And that causes us to be locked in frames as well. But I'm determined, you're determined, we're determined that we no longer will subject ourselves to other people's opinions. Thank you all for joining us on tonight. I pray something was said, not just that blessed you, not just encouraged you, but something was said that helped position you for transformation, that ignited something within you, that reminded you of how powerful and awesome, amazing, radiant you are. As I always say, create a great day and walk with purpose by all means. Today is a great day to start your own podcast. Whether you're looking for a new marketing channel, have a message you want to share with the world, or just think it would be fun to have your own talk show, podcasting is an easy, inexpensive, and fun way to expand your reach online. Buzzsprout is hands down the easiest and best way to launch promote, and track your podcast. Your show can be online and listed in all the major platform directories like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and more within minutes of finishing your recording. Podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partners and the team at Buzzsprout is passionate about helping you succeed. Join over a hundred thousand podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world. You'll get a great looking podcast website, audio players that you can drop into other websites, detailed analytics to show how people are listening, tools to promote your episodes and more. So start your show today by using the link provided in the show notes. This lets Buzzsprout know we sent you, and it gives you an opportunity to receive a $20 Amazon gift card, as well as it helps support our show.